0: Joining us out of the Kiwis camp now, uh, Parramatta legend, Don Brown. G'day mate, how are you? <laughs> legends, boys. <laughs> right on. He's a fan, mate, he's the Eels fan, so he's got to call everyone from the <laughs> Eels legends. <laughs> I'll
1: take that, I'll take that.
0: <laughs> mate, how you doing? How you settling uh, back in? How's it like? Uh, what's it been like being back in uh, Aotearoa for the week?
1: Oh, it's mean, eh? It's like that. The thing, I don't know if you have told you, but when you're in Australia for ages, you come back to New Zealand, that first breath of air, it's always mean. Yeah. Um, and then obviously coming coming into camp, seeing all the boys, you know, we all play for different clubs and we're all from um, different mm. places, but, you know, when we come together, it's, it's the Kiwis, so we all, we all love it.
2: I used to look outside the window Dills, when I was in camp and uh wait for my old man to pull up in the Falcon with his pot, poo on pork bones and bring him in. I used to eat him, <laughs> eat him in the room in front of everyone. Hey, um yeah. mate, what's it like? Must have been must have been a really good night. You had a few of the legends there, Stace Mooks, um, T Bone was there as well, handing over that that captaincy to Fisher Harris, mate. Be happy about that?
1: Yeah, that was mean, eh? I think it's um something you can easily take for granted and then and you have those boys in there telling you, you know, you've got a, um, a job to do. It's, um, like everyone says, it's, it's a jersey. It's not your jersey. It's, you've got to put it in a better place, play your best, and um, hopefully encourage the youth to come through as well. So, um, yeah, it's a good way to be brought down back to earth and realise you're there for one job. So.
2: Yeah, it's a big job this weekend because you're up against Samar, who um, Australia come out. They're calling their, they're calling their effort against the Samarans clunky um, even though they got 30 plus points against them uh, it's a yep. big game because if you win this one this weekend then you go into that final down at Hamilton don't you?
1: Yeah no, nah, it's, it's very important bro and um, they've got the Cobras out already against Australia like you said there's, it was a clunky game um, but that's going to happen you know when you all play for different clubs and they've got to come together as one so what, what we're trying to do this week is you know get that all out at training today we've got a big training session hopefully we can get the Cobras out out and then be ready for the weekend because, like you said, it's a pretty massive game.
3: What's the focus been on this uh, this week, Dylan? After getting in, you've done all the the admin from behind the scenes. You know, getting the jersey, what it means to play for it. For this team, you know, the combinations—is that the main focus throughout this week?
1: Yeah, bro. I think it, I think the yeah the hardest part, like I said before, is always yeah coming together from different clubs. Mm. Um, but the massive thing is, like it sounds boring, bro. But defense defense wins games and uh, Mads is really driving that. Um, you've got some good coaching staff here, and um, I, I believe that your yeah, defense is going to win the games as well. So um, we're all trying to get on board with that, and hopefully, it'll help
0: us on the weekend. Hey Dylan, there's been a bit of talk about Madge, you know, taking the New South Wales job and people saying he can't do both. I, I look at it from the from the outside in and not having obviously played at that level or anything, and I think, well, you know, he's coaching the Kiwis four or five times a year, he's coaching New South Wales three times a year, surely he can do both, but just how, how much are you hearing from Madge during the year as Kiwis coach in relation to your form? I mean, how, how hands-on is he throughout the season when the international season's not on?
1: Um, but I think you'll find that a lot of players actually prefer to focus on the club stuff. You know, like obviously it's good to hear that, um, you know, your, his eyes are on you and the, um, the Kiwis are still a thing. Um, but I know a lot of the boys like to focus on footy, where they are. You know what I mean? It's, a lot of us are very simple people and we like to do that. Um, but he, we definitely do get phone calls from him throughout the year. Um, he did say that, um, which we all do believe. He did say that he's focusing on us for now. Um, he's had no discussions with them, so, um, he's focusing on us for now, and that's good to hear from a coach.
3: Hey, Dil, we, we know the class, well, I know, I've, I've been able to watch it on, on the TVs, mate, what you've been able to play out, uh, throughout the last couple of years. This year was a disrupted year, we don't have to touch on that, but where, where are you at with your game, this, uh, coming into this Kiwis camp?
1: Um, yeah, like you said, bro, it was a disruptive year, so, I feel like I didn't get to play as much footy as I'd like, um. I've still been training hard and I'm um, doing my thing. So, for me, this is not only a chance to, you know, represent my country, but a chance for me to get my, you know, the trust back from fans and all that. So, I'm just bringing my best, bro. Effort areas is massive for me. What I've always strived my game on, effort areas, and being that player that everyone wants to play next to. So, um, that's me. Yeah.
2: Hey Dills, just to talk a little bit about the squad. Um, I know the World Cup. You had Joey Manu at the back there, yourself and Jerome, and and of course Brandon Smith, who's not on uh, tour with you this year. Um, you have got three new hookers in there, and Danny Levi, uh, New Brown's is there as well, and possibly Kieran coming off the bench. What is your is your spine looking pretty much the same with maybe I don't know um, who's starting out of Danny Levi and New Brown.
1: Yeah, so we've got, like you said, there's a few boys there. We've got Foz. um, I think it's a bit of a battle at the moment for who's who's going a hooker. But yeah, we've got Chans at the back now and Joliet Sinners. So Chans done an amazing job this year at fullback. You know, he played played unreal for the Warriors and um, took them to levels that no one thought they'd get to. So um, he deserves that spot. Oh, that's, um, that,
2: yeah. yeah, that's really so. So you've gone away from Joey Manu at fullback, so you've moved him back to the centers. Is that how you guys are shaping up?
1: Yeah, yeah. Joey's there. Joey's. We feel like he's um, does his best work at center. So why would you change it? You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, and and it looks like you got a really good, solid. Um, Middle forward pack and and some some decent edges. I thought there was a couple of blokes that missed out that could have been there, but quite a few uh, younger blokes. You play with Woodamoo Greg at the Eels. Um, yep. There's a couple of other young guys. Leo Thompson played pretty well for the Knights up there in the middle. You got Matthew Tamoka who's probably going to start off in the left centre, and Nafahu White uh, probably is. Is he going to is he going to play in the edge or on the middle?
1: Yeah. So um, yeah, he's definitely a middle option. I'm pretty sure. Um, but like you said, yeah, Matthew Timook is there on the left edge too, so I'm really excited for him. Once again, another um, proud Northland boy doing his thing in Canberra, and um, yeah, he's going to the stripes. So, um, there's a few debuts debutants, pretty excited, and um, yeah, that's what it's all about, eh, getting people these opportunities.
0: Obviously, you play your club footy with Mitch Marsh, uh, Mitch Moses, I should say, in the, uh, in the, in the halves, mate, and you've got uh, Jerome Hughes partnering you for the Kiwis. How does that change your game? Because they're quite different players.
1: Yeah, um, I feel like it's not too much changes. Um, They are quite different players in certain aspects, but um, they still know how to own that seven jersey and allow me to do my thing. So um, I feel like my role doesn't change too much. Um, But yeah, like you mentioned before, our forward pack's unreal, so... We've got to take um, our options there when, when things come, so I'm pretty excited.
2: What do you make of the Samoan side um, that you're up against? They've got a, quite a few uh, young blokes in it themselves. You know, the young file that played at fullback, has there been much talk about him in camp?
1: Yeah, nah. We all watched the game, and um, he lit them up, eh? So it's definitely <laughs> not going to be an easy task. He's, uh, he's dynamite. Um, I've seen him in his game against Brisbane earlier this year, and I always knew that he's got some crazy talent. Um, but yeah, Samoa they've got they've got some strong players, man. Like all over the field too. So um it's gonna be a massive game and like I said before their defence is gonna to have to be something that saves us a lot.
3: Well dil, the the focus will be all on uh Saturday, at Eden Park, and you're gonna take on Samoa. But what else do you, do the boys get up to throughout the week to be able to get away and just, just relax? You got a lot of whanau <laughs> members over here catching up with?
1: Yeah, yeah, got heaps of family here, which is mean. Um, we haven't had too much uh, free time yet, but we've got a day off tomorrow. So um, I think that's where a lot of the boys would get out and reconnect with the fams, which is mean. It's always good doing that when you're back in New Zealand. So keen on that.
2: Have you done some community work? Del's like, what's the promotion like? Are, are they talking many people being there? I know you've got New Zealand A playing Tonga a first game. Then the, the Ferns are playing the lead up into your game. Um, is there going to be a decent crowd at Eden Park?
1: Well, I really hope so, eh. I was talking to um mm. one of our media managers and they were saying it's a bit tough to get on Labor Day or something, but or Labour weekend, I think. Um, but yeah. yeah, no, hopefully there's hopefully there's a lot of fans because no, I love playing here. Especially after last year when we played Tonga mid year. That was crazy, so Hopefully we
0: get a car <laughs> like that again. Yeah, mate, that was a great game. I was sideline for that game. It was huge. Atmosphere was amazing. And I, I know you've got a meeting to go to, Dill, so we'll let you go, mate. But listen, really appreciate your time. Best of luck this weekend against Samoa. Good luck, ho- Dylan. Hopefully we can catch up with you, Thanks, before, you uh, before the next game against the Kangaroos, eh? Yeah,
1: sounds good. Sounds perfect, boys. Thanks for having me, eh?
0: Anytime, time, brother. Cheers, Anytime, brother. Anytime. Dylan Brown there, out of the Kiwis camp. Uh, that sounds like legend. Uh, legend, Parramatta <laughs> legend. Well, if you wear blue and gold, you're a legend. Yeah. Uh, it's funny actually. Years ago, That's I was weird. doing I was doing a show on uh, when the TAB uh, radio used to be a thing, and I had Paul Kent on, uh, he actually played one game for Parramatta's topside.
2: I bet he got a hiding too.
0: And uh, yeah, I introduced <laughs> I introduced him as a Parramatta legend, and he pissed himself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that, that, those days when you were watching it too, um, Rick Dogg, they were legends. Oh. I mean, you know, the Ray Price, Mick Cronin, Zip Zip Ella, Eric Growth. You know, Paul Taylor was playing fullback and on the wing. That little bloke at, at um, Sterling Kenny in. Do you want we keep going? Yeah, Win. Mate,
0: it was such a great side. Yeah. Peter, Peter Wynn. I, I I met Peter Wynn a few times. Went into Peter Wynn Sports when I was in Sydney. Yeah. Bought a para jersey off him back in the day. Last time the
2: triple's been done was that Parramatta side, is he? Um, back in 1980, yes. 81.
3: Just, just on Dylan, uh, Kempi and, and Rick Dog. you know, like, he obviously was a f- classy player. He is a classy player. We know what kind of left foot he has, his ability to, to break a game open. He's got unbelievable footwork. But um, what, what would you like to see him with that combination with, with Jerome Hughes there? Can be like, how does he have a standout game?
2: Well, yeah, he he sort of needs to, to get back in, I think. And one of the best things about the Kiwi team, too, is it's a lot different than playing in the NRL. So he'll get exposed. Mm um to a lot of you know good football around him with the likes of Joey Manu you know players that are just at that that level um chance it's really interesting to see that they've gone away from Joey Manu at fullback and put chance back there because they had switched around um at last year's World Cup and but when you've got Jerome Hughes in the in the team uh've they've, they've played really really well together the the problem that I have with the Kiwi team at the moment is just where do they settle on hooker you know, does new Brown, Find my new Brown from, from Canterbury. That's where he's originally from, coming to the team. He's playing uh, at the Bulldogs. I think he's, up, he's being at the Knights, just like Danny Levi was at the Knights, went down to Canberra. But, you know, we're just struggling a little bit around that, that position where you get their hands on the ball the most. Um, but he's got plenty of good experience around him. If they get go, if they get go forward, that's what Dills are saying. Like, if they win that middle battle, because if you look at the Samoan side with Junior Polo, you um, uh, Utukumano, the big right-edge player, who play, who's been playing for Manly, plays in the middle with them. Mm. Um, Luciano Lelewis, he, he had a really good game against the Australians. They've got a big side. Palacia out of Brisbane, uh, the big boat boy that comes off the bench. So they got a really big side and they have to stop them. And if they can stop them and, and win that middle, um, I think then Dylan Brown has a decent game. But I just think we've got them, you know, Stephen Crichton playing at 5'8", they have they struggle in the hooking. They've got um, Matamua there, who's coming out of the the Sydney uh, reserve grade, and and Dejanasi, another Parramatta legend, and it's at seven with Stephen Crichton. They they are really struggling in that spot, which is their spine. So uh, I'm speaking in the queues to get it done easy on the weekend.
0: Yeah, I mean you did call uh, Kangaroos to win by thirty. They won by twenty six, so you weren't yeah. far off there. What do you, you think? Similar margin.
2: Yeah, the, the the only thing that'll hold them back is that they've got they've got their breath. Okay, so so you look if you look at their side, if you look at the Kiwi side, Manu hasn't played for a while, Brown hasn't played for a while. Um you had um neither of the hookers go through any of the finals period. And of course uh Canberra's got a got a player in the final series and and Big Nelson, but the rest of them are you know, they're struggling for breath. And I think if if Samar, you know, stay in the game because they, they they just can't find it because they, they need that game under their belt, they're, they're, a, they're a chance. But look, I just think our spine's too good. I think they'll just they'll cut them up.
0: Yeah. Uh, looking it's forward totally to great. the game. Yeah, it's going to be massive. It's going to be absolutely massive, that game, uh this weekend against uh, the Samoans. It is 8-18 here on SENZ. Still to come this hour, Paulie Mawadi is going to join us. Uh, we'll get uh, the oil from him. How, how come he was so out of the loop on the 10 mil? Yesterday, uh, we'll, we'll have to have to probe him on that one. Hey, you need a new mobile plan? Visit Kogan yep. Mobile. You're listening to Izzy and Keppy for yes, breakfast. Please. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, keeping you healthy this spring. These two on the donut.